So if you've spent very much time at all on YouTube in the last two years or so, two, three, four years, you have definitely seen or heard of a YouTuber named Mr. Beast. It's this guy, Jimmy Donaldson. He's got 170 some million subscribers, tens of millions of views on his YouTube videos just on his primary channel. Then he has all of these extra smaller channels. He's in a ton of languages. He has a philanthropy channel. He has his own brand, all of this stuff. He's an absolute behemoth in content creation. He's changed the game on YouTube. And a little while ago, he was on Lex Friedman's podcast. And at one point, they were talking about advice for YouTube content creators. And Mr. Beast's advice to YouTubers who are just starting out was create 100 videos and get better every single one. Pick one thing and get better every single video you create. The idea being that you create your first 100 videos, they're probably not gonna get a lot of views, you're probably not gonna get a lot of subscribers, but by your 101st video, you will have gotten exponentially better at creating these videos, creating this content. So in B2B marketing, when we're creating content for our B2B companies, we still want to get better all of the time. We still want every piece of content to be better than the last so that we're providing more value to our audience, so that we're driving better results to our business. The problem though, with that advice that Mr. Beast has given to YouTube content creators is that in B2B marketing, as opposed to just entertainment content creation, we have boundaries that we need to stay within. We have reports to file. We have budgets to stay within. We have only a certain sized team that we can work with in our company. So as we pursue growth, as we pursue constant refinements to constantly make our content better, we might need to bake in processes to ensure that we can consistently get better while still staying within the budget and the time frame that we have. And so in this episode of Better B2B Podcasts, we're going to be wrapping up our last few episodes on this four-part framework to create Better B2B Podcasts. And the questions that I want to answer today are, number one, why do we need to get better? Why should we even refine our podcast instead of just letting it run its own course and keeping the status quo? And then number two, I want to explore what might a process look like to constantly get better, to make sure that our production is always top-notch, to make sure that we're always headed in the right direction and to make sure that we're actually providing value to our business. That's this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. We're going to be talking about how to constantly refine your podcast to drive better business results. first question that I want to answer, maybe the first discussion that I want to have with you on this episode is why do we even need to get better? Why does our podcast need to constantly refine? There are three reasons that I come back to as I'm creating podcasts, as I'm working with my team is number one, we can't be perfect on day one. Basically, no matter how hard you try, if you're creating a podcast for a long time, your first episode is not going to be perfect. You can always do something a little bit better. You can always provide a little bit more value to your audience. And honestly, to a certain degree, you don't even know if what you're providing your audience on day one is going to be what they're looking for. You can do a lot of research ahead of time. You can have a lot of conversations before your first episode. 
but you really won't know if your podcast is good for your audience until after you've shared some episodes with them. But number two, our audience evolves. Even if you hit your stride in creating a great podcast that your audience loves, your audience just changes over time and their needs change as their industry changes, as the economy changes, as the world changes, different needs arise for your audience. And so if you're not constantly refining, you're going to be answering problems that your audience hasn't had since you started out months or years ago. Number three, our businesses evolve as well. In the same way that our audience changes and grows and develops and evolves as the world changes, as our industries change, our businesses do the same thing. And so our podcast should reflect that. If the messaging in our business changes, then we should probably adapt the messaging in our podcast to match that. Maybe we should reevaluate the goals of the podcast to see if there's something that we can do better to support the needs of the business. So we can't be perfect on day one. Our audience evolves. Our business evolves. So we need to constantly refine. We need to constantly make sure that what we're doing for the podcast is what's right always enhance the value that we're offering to our audience and always make sure that we are actually providing good results for our business. And so while we probably don't have the time or the flexibility, maybe even the budget to do that, just make a hundred videos and get better every single one. And then we can talk on your hundred and first episode, like Mr. Beast recommends, we should probably still put processes in place to ensure that we're constantly getting better, constantly making sure that we're meeting the needs of our audience and our business. And so before we dive into the process of evaluation and refinement that I'd recommend that you consider that we'll be using on this podcast that we use on some other podcasts that Enphase Media works on, I want to clarify one thing because I'm a big advocate of placing meetings in this process. So instead of just filling out spreadsheets and sending summaries over email, I actually think it's really valuable to have actual face-to-face -face conversations on some of this evaluation and refinement stuff, whether in person or over Zoom, just because having actual meetings to discuss these things will help you have more clear communication. It's going to help get everything on the table so that you can discuss openly the podcast, where it's at, how it's doing, how you can be better. It's easier to workshop ideas in person or in Zoom than it is over email with all that back and forth. And honestly, I think that it's really, really easy in even maybe meetings, but especially over email or Slack or something like that to focus primarily or even exclusively on the opinion of one or two stakeholders in your podcast. When you have meetings to discuss how your podcast is doing, everybody can share their perspectives. Everybody can workshop ideas together Everybody on your team is probably going to be better off because when you give everybody the chance to share their opinion, share their thoughts, chances are nobody's going to feel like they didn't have the opportunity to share their opinion when you have an open discussion. That's sort of the framework that I'm going to be discussing this in. I'll also mention just who I think should be involved in that meeting because while I'm an advocate for meetings, I am not an advocate for people being in meetings unnecessarily. So we're going to talk through what these meetings could look like who should be involved, but maybe if you're totally anti-meeting or if meetings aren't on the table or if you're a one-man band, I think you can still take these concepts, apply them to just your own evaluation, just your own check-in, just your own refinement. 
So let's dive into this process. You'll remember last few weeks, we've talked about this four-part framework for better B2B podcasts. This is the fourth part, which is constant refinement. In the last three weeks, we have talked about setting clear goals, developing a really robust strategy, and creating just an excellent podcast, having excellent production. And so as we refine, I want to work our way backwards, evaluate first our production, then our strategy, and then finally our goals. I'd recommend that most frequently you check in on, evaluate, and refine your production. Semi-regularly check in on your strategy, make sure you're still headed in the right direction strategically. And then every once in a while, like once a year at most, evaluate your goals. Make sure that what you're doing for your podcast is still what's going to make sense for your business. See how you're doing in that area. So let's start with evaluating your production. I would recommend doing this every single month, assuming that you have a weekly podcast or a podcast that's bi-weekly. I recommend you do every month. If it's a little bit less frequent than that, then maybe you can put this quarterly with your strategy meeting that we'll talk about in a moment. But once a month, I would recommend having a production meeting. The cool thing about production meetings is that you don't just have to check in on and evaluate and refine your production. It's also a really valuable time to just check in generally on how the creation of the podcast is going. So while yes, you can look for areas to improve, to make your content more engaging, to make your audio better, to make your video better, to distribute content better, any of those production elements, you can also just see how episodes are going. This is a great time to get everybody who's actually involved in creating the podcast episode to episode involved in this conversation. Once a month, check in. How is the podcast going? Make sure that the upcoming episodes are planned and they're in the pipeline to edit. Again, doing this over an actual conversation rather than over email or a Slack channel, it might seem like it's a lot of time to invest in just checking in on production stuff. But the value of getting your host, your editor, your producer, your publisher, everybody in a room together, in a conversation together to talk about how production is going is going to open up room to have discussion, to share ideas, make sure that everybody has what they need to keep the podcast going. It's really, really easy in podcast production to let pieces slip when we're not communicating effectively. And so just having one 30 to 45 minute meeting once a month to check in on our podcast production is insanely valuable to keep things consistent and ensure that everything is on the right track to make sure that you are creating a really, really high quality podcast. And as we step back from production into our podcast strategy, I would recommend that once a quarter, you have a strategy meeting where you evaluate how your podcast has been doing over the course of the last quarter. You actually look at the metrics and see weekly and monthly how many downloads you're getting, how many subscribers you're getting, how many new social media followers you're getting. Share data both qualitatively and quantitatively on how your podcast is performing and driving results to your business so that over the course of time, you're developing a really clear picture of how your podcast is performing for the business. I'd say that if you're only producing maybe a monthly podcast, you can wrap your production meeting in with this as well. Just talk about the last three episodes, the next three episodes, along with those metrics. 
Ultimately, though, as you evaluate strategy, see what you're hearing from and seeing results-wise from your audience. Because the most important element of your strategy is who your audience is and how you're providing value to them and then how that content is looping back to your goals. So as we evaluate strategy, what we want to ensure is, number one, is the audience that we've identified still the right audience? How good of a job are we doing reaching that audience? How well are we doing providing them content that is valuable to them? So what are we hearing from our audience? What kind of feedback are we getting? And then finally, what results are we starting to see? What is the pipeline towards business results looking like? So this meeting, again, can be 30, 45, 60 minutes, really short, really simple, just to talk about how our podcast is actually performing over the course of the last quarter, what we can look at towards the next quarter. And again, I think your production team should be involved in this because your production team are the ones who are actually creating the podcast. I would also include somebody like your VP of marketing, somebody who's overseeing all of your marketing or all of your sales or all of your customer or employee growth, whatever your podcast aims to do, involve the person who oversees that entirely to see how the podcast is still fitting in that general plan. They'll have the bigger picture of how your podcast fits into the organization so that you can make sure that as you evaluate your strategy, you're actually pursuing something that your podcast would be effective for business-wise. And then finally, the piece of podcast production that we want to adjust the least would be our goals. So I would recommend once a year, evaluate your goals. First and foremost, over the course of the last few quarters in your strategic meetings, you've probably gotten a good idea of what your download numbers look like, what your social media presence looks like, what your audience is saying, how your audience is responding to your podcast. Most importantly, what results you're seeing from your podcast. Now at your annual meeting, you can take all of those numbers, all of that data that you've collected over the course of the last year, as you look at the next year to see how have we performed, what kind of results over the course of the last year have we seen for our business. And this is actually probably a really good time to involve the top brass, maybe your chief executive officer or your founder, your owner, whatever, Whoever is overseeing everything company-wise, who is signing off the marketing budget, perhaps, this is a great time to involve that individual or maybe this group of stakeholders, whatever that looks like in your company, because now you're actually talking about what wins have we seen as a result of the business over the course of the last year, and how are we carrying those with us into the next year? Has our podcast achieved what it set out to achieve and if it has achieved real results for our business that we set out to achieve, then do we double down on that in the next year or do we adjust and try something different because we checked something off the list? Or if your podcast hasn't generated the results that you're looking for over the course of the last year, then maybe evaluate what you need to adjust as you head into another year. This is a really important conversation to have with your production team, your marketing team, and that top brass who has the entire organizational picture to work from as you head into another year of creating your podcast. So to recap, this process that I would recommend you implement to make sure that you're constantly creating a better podcast that is providing value to your audience and driving results for your business is to every month evaluate your production 
every quarter, check in on your strategy and check in on your metrics, see how your podcast is performing. And then once a year, after you've created a year's worth of content, check in and see how your podcast is driving results for your business. Check in on the goals, make sure you're still aligned with what the business is doing and make sure that you are headed in the right direction in the next year. Even if you don't want to copy and paste this process, this sort of three-part monthly, quarterly, annual evaluation thing, at the very least, I hope that you are able to implement some kind of process for constant refinement. If your podcast isn't driving the results that you were hoping for, or if it just doesn't sound or look the way that you wanted it to, that might not mean that podcasting is a bad fit for you and your company. It probably does mean, though, that you do need to refine some things, evaluate some things, check in, and adjust as you continue creating your podcast. So I hope that you're able to put in some kind of process to constantly refine so that you are creating a high-quality podcast that is providing value to your audience and ultimately driving business results. So that's the entirety of this four-part framework for Better B2B Podcasts. That's been the focus of the last five episodes now of this podcast. And as we continue producing episodes, we're still going to be directed towards helping you create a better B2B podcast for your company. Next week, we're going to be talking about metrics, what KPIs you should track and how you can track them to make sure that your podcast is actually successful and driving business results. And the week after that, so two weeks from when this episode releases, I'm going to be taking you a little bit behind the scenes of this podcast to share some of the metrics I've seen just within the first month of creating this podcast. Just the real tangible results, if any, I have seen within the first month from this podcast from my company. So I look forward to sharing that with you. I'm low-key telling you about it just to keep me accountable. I am not weaseling my way out of sharing with you the results that I've seen from this podcast. So in two weeks, come back for that episode. But next week, we're going to talk about some metrics, how you should track them, what you should track. So come back next week. We're going to be talking about that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Better B2B Podcasts, and I will see you in the next one.